0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and, of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan.
1: Hello, and welcome again to another edition of trying to figure out what's going on in the Big Ten Conference. Also, the Husker Online show, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus says, over the next hour, we are going to try to at least make some sense of what we know, which changes literally by the minute. Um, But I'll tell you what, guys, um, if you would have told me three, four months ago, we'd be dealing with governors, senators, and now presidents, uh, not university presidents, but the president, Donald Trump, um, lobbying to play Big Ten football, uh, I I, I wouldn't have believed you. I mean, this has really taken an interesting turn this week and you just don't know where it's going to go i mean i look at what's going on now obviously the push is now for october 10th i mean this is kind of the last charge that you know the ohio states and these people are making to try to salvage this let's play eight games nine games start on october 10th and be a part of it Um, but you know will, will the politics on the presidential side of the universities that voted no already can they actually get the support to even get this model on the table that remains the biggest unknown
2: yeah especially when you know something like that uh correct me if i'm wrong but needs 60 percent of the nine uh, votes nine votes uh, of the 14 so uh you know that obviously would require a pretty significant shift in the way that uh, that original 11 to 3 supposed vote uh went so a lot of work to be done in that regard but Uh, You know, it's (laughs) as crazy as this whole thing has been, uh, you know, at least it's providing some sort of hope that, Uh, at some point or another there will be football in 2020 whereas even a few weeks ago uh, it seemed like we were destined to have a long cold dark winter until January when uh, at the earliest we could see Big Ten football again so whether it's October or uh, I don't know the the post Thanksgiving window is another one that's being heavily looked at Uh, it seems like there's more momentum of then in a long time that we will have football in the fall now it's just a matter of when they play how many games and all that good stuff
0: yeah if anything i think this has all put a lot of pressure on those people to uh to maybe come to the table with a little bit more of an open mind or um you know i think some of them were exposed a little bit when the with uh the, the Nebraska players lawsuit where they came out and said that the vote was 11 to 3 because uh, prior to that because there was some dispute whether or not there was actually a vote. Uh, and I think it was, uh, at least from my perspective, you know, the people who were, you know, kind of claiming there wasn't a real vote uh, were people who probably voted against having a season and didn't want anyone to know about it. Uh, but I I think that this pressure, you know, having the actual president of the United States, um, you know, talk with the commissioner, um, you know, if anything, I I think it's it's leaning on him a little bit more to to try and get something done here.
1: Well, and then just the dynamics of the league, how you don't really hear from Kevin Warren directly, and, and you know, it's been noted that they've hired kind of a crisis control PR firm, and it's become more and more obvious. Like on Tuesday, when the Dan Patrick the coach report, the Trump stuff came out about playing October 10th. You didn't hear from Kevin Warren, but clearly somebody and most people think it's, uh, who they've hired as their crisis control um, person. I mean, her name is Carrie Cecil, I believe is her name. Um, immediately about three or four of the same national guys all get the same information, the same. I mean, it's kind of a war right now of the people that want to play, which are the coaches, the ads, and the fans. And then the people that don't want to play, which is, the commissioner Kevin Warren and four or five of these national soldiers that go to war for him and literally take on every college football fan base. Um, it, it's just been to the point where some of these guys are turning off their comments on tweets, and I did, which I didn't know you could do. Yeah, um, new feature. I don't know if I'll try that one out. Hopefully
2: um, you won't ever need to. That's, <laughs> it says a lot about what you're tweeting if you need to do something like we that. We should have
1: you. done that for the Big 12 title game or Big 10 title game against Wisconsin. Turn off all tweet comments yes. on stories. But. Yeah, I could have used that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it shows that there's clearly agendas being pushed on all sides. And I mean, that's no secret, but it is more apparent that e- than ever with examples like that, where, uh, you know, not only is it within the conference and the coaches and the athletic directors and the presidents, but, you know, you have external factors like the the handful of reporters that are getting spood fed this information from the new PR firm from the Big Ten uh, to counter anything that would suggest that the Big Ten is potentially going to backtrack on its initial decision to postpone to 2021. So it's, Really, really unfortunate that this is what it is right now. It's a total disaster and it's embarrassment for the conference. And really it kind of just paints a negative light of in sports in general, the fact that, uh, agendas influence decisions of this magnitude to such a degree that these types of lengths are being taken it's it's sad uh, but you know it's kind of just the reality of what what's our country right what now. sports and politics and our world are in 2020 yeah I, I I
0: wish that Jim Delaney was still around to be honest <laughs> yeah, with you no doubt. I mean um, what Kevin Warren, even though I know he he didn't vote um, directly, but, but he steered the vote exactly. I, I mean, what he's done to the conference and and how he's tainted the reputation of the Big Ten is is inexcusable. And how he's not come forth with anything to say, no no re- relevant information. Um, you know, when the president of the United States can make a comment about the phone call they had, but Kevin Warren doesn't. I mean, that just mm-hmm. that just doesn't sit well with me. And and um, yeah, I I don't know. If you, I, I don't know, I just I'm very frustrated by the lack of communication from the commissioner um, who, who has the answers, but has basically refused to to come forth with any of them
1: other than insulated interviews that are done by his four or five yeah. national soldiers. And that's what I'm going to call them because that's what they are. I mean, these guys are not reporting on it objectively. They're reporting it on the way they want it to go.
2: Yeah. And you see that when, uh, you know, the the Nebraska parent lawsuit came out the player lawsuit came out no one touches uh, it well if they do they respond with like quote tweet sigh
1: so annoyed yeah
2: like oh boy here we go like that type of thing basically dismissing the whole point of it uh, even without kind of examining what the intent actually was and again it's about agendas and everybody, you know, it's, it's not just you know, those four or five reporters too, there are other people that are clearly pushing uh, narratives in both directions. But again, my, my overall takeaway of this is, uh, it's really, it just sucks that we are at this point in our country and that even sports, which were supposed to be the getaway from all of this nonsense has now been-
1: Because of the political
2: value these states hold yeah, right now. Because it has been fully infested with agenda and politics. Uh, it's, I don't even know what more to say about it. It's just
0: um, you know, you're sitting here and you're, you're kind of held hostage by it. And no matter how hard you want to try and keep the politics and everything out of it. You can't. I mean, yeah, here we are. Um, and and it's, uh, it's extremely unfortunate. And, Bo, by the way, uh, in doing so, you've got, uh, you know, you're holding basically all these student-athletes hostage, not knowing, I mean, one week it's, okay, well, be prepared to possibly, quote-unquote, possibly play in the spring. And then the next week it's, well, we're going to be ready to go by maybe even October 10th. And then, I mean, it's just all over the board. It's, it's really sad. What
1: bothers me are all the protocols, all the things that they put in place starting on June 1, when the official workouts resumed in weight rooms and, and things like that. All of that kind of went to hell in a handbasket because they sent the kids away for a week or two. And it's like, you have to like, I mean, you kind of lose control from what I hear of who's been where, who's been around who, you gotta retest everybody. Naturally, you're gonna get some positives that pop up um, because the young 20s and high teens are, are the people that are getting it right now, just the way socially they interact and the things they do. So, you know, even if say this October 10th plan would come to fruition, you know there's a lot of work that would have to get done um, to kind of get your protocols back into place.
2: That's why I'm hesitant to uh, put a lot of faith in that October 10th start date just because I just don't know logistically if the Big Ten can be able to get its ducks in a row and get all 14 schools in line with what they need to do to make it happen. Uh, I have very little faith in uh, their ability to manage something like that and so hopefully they prove me wrong but Right now, I am far from optimistic, and so that's why I lean more towards if we're going to have – Thanksgiving, maybe yes, exactly that. I mean, because college basketball, and we'll talk about this later, is looking for that that same window to start up. So it would make sense that you know if basketball can do it, football can do it. So hopefully, you know, that if nothing else, is the the latest it goes, and we have football, you know, post Thanksgiving, which is certainly better than some JV season in January. Yeah, that that's the thing
0: about it. I mean, you've got Trump who said that things are on the one yard line. But you know, you know for sure that um, you know if it's on the one yard line, you've got 99 more yards to go, not not just a, um, you know a, a dive over the pile like to, score. to <laughs> score. So um, yeah, yeah, I think right now, if you want to go October 10th, if there's people holding up that process. Just allow them to sit the season out. You know, if it's a handful of schools, you know, that don't want to do it and they're holding everyone else up, just allow them to, to go ahead and sit it out.
2: I just don't think the Big Ten would ever do that. They yeah, pride no. themselves so much on being a unified league and everybody's on the same page, one direction. To have schools split off and start doing their own thing, yeah. you saw when Nebraska tried to do that. You know, they'll kick you out of the league for that. Well, and it's going to take Ohio State, you know, coming out
1: and swinging their sword and and, and doing that. I mean. If they step out and say, the hell with you, Kevin Warren. The hell with the politics you've brought into this mess. We're going to play football. If you want to kick Ohio State out of the Big Ten, we could be an independent, just like Notre Dame, and we could make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And somebody tell me how I'm wrong there. Because if Ohio State just said, hey, screw it. if you want to, we'll, we'll dare you, Big Ten, to kick us out. Then Nebraska follows. Then somebody
2: else follows. I mean, that's that's a possible – I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen. They're the only one with the clout to do something like that at this point. I mean, obviously there's other major institutions in the conference, but Ohio State is a cut above everybody else right now as we speak. And in this current situation, they are the one that has the sword capable of, of doing some damage.
1: All right, we'll continue this discussion. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.